to the Rediscover the 80s podcast and another Rankum episode where we count down our favorites from the 1980s. I am your host, Jason Gross, and I'm proud to welcome a brand new guest to the Rediscover the 80s podcast. He is a connoisseur of 80s cartoons and especially the villain characters. He is Brian Cave of OldSchoolEvil.com. Welcome, Brian. Hey, nice to be on here with you. Yes, our favorite cartoons and all that. Yeah, you are uh, definitely the expert behind uh, the '80s cartoons and such. Do you have your uh, your website there, OldSchoolEvil.com? Uh, for those of you who might not know you, you want to tell us a little bit about the inspiration behind the website? Well, originally, Old School Evil is a book that I'm writing about cartoon villains. And I ended up uh, making the blog to kind of go over all the villains of the cartoons that I watched and all the villains that I missed to look at like how, uh, what made them villains, how crazy they were, how dumb they were sometimes. And uh, yeah, so I just talk about cartoon villains and sometimes uh, regular cartoon stuff and have a good cool. time with it. It's really fun uh, for those of you who haven't, checked him out it's oldschoolevil.com and he's also on twitter and uh you do a, a little bad guy beat down once in a while where you pit two of those villains against each other and you vote for those those are pretty fun yeah thanks yeah i'm running a nice tournament with uh, all the villains uh, fighting i got 32 villains all together and i'm uh, a little over halfway through the first tier of it I just cool. finished up Metlar versus Krulos from the Inhumanoids and Diner Riders. <laughs> those are uh, they're deep pulls on that uh, those villains. There you have oh. to uh, like uh, second or maybe even second or third tier there for uh, <laughs> at least from from uh, the the popular ones you know from the eighties and such. Yeah, but. yeah, I got a lot more uh, popular ones, but some of the more obscure ones are really fun to write. So right. Don't get to uh, hear about those every day. <laughs> well, our uh, subject for this episode of Rankum is 80s cartoons, in particular the theme songs. And uh, Brian and I are part of this, uh, I guess you'd call retro Twitter club, uh, if you don't happen to follow us over there. But we are doing uh, a good bit of social sharing on various topics and uh, we have several of our, what I would call, uh, retro peers involved with that. And uh, one subject came up in particular that kind of hit a note with both of us, and that is our favorite retro cartoon theme songs. And we got kind of in a somewhat heated battle, maybe you a little bit more than me, with uh, Dave over at the Bonsai Retro Club, mainly over his affinity for Bionic 6 and our fandom or at least my fandom over mask. What was, what was your kind of takeaway from that? Uh, that he has no good taste. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's not a bad theme. It's got really bad narration right in the middle of it for no reason. But, but yeah, he doesn't know a good theme when he hears it. <laughs> well, we went back and forth a little bit, uh, 
on Twitter and Dave uh, decided to do an entire podcast about his favorites and why they are right and we are so wrong. Uh, so Brian and I, we just decided to come together and uh, and do our top five here right on uh, on the Rediscover the 80s podcast and basically simply lay out our reasons behind the ones that uh, we chose. And uh, I always love these rankum shows because I like to lay out this little disclaimer that these are our personal favorites and not necessarily the ultimate authority in the universe. So in essence, uh, maybe we're taking the higher, trying to take the high road here from Dave. (laughs) But if you want to listen to Dave's, uh, I guess you would say heavy handed podcast, please go over to the Bonsai Retro Club and check that out. And he's got his top five list over there, but we're going to lay out our, top five choices tonight and i guess before we get into that what what are you looking for brian in a cartoon theme do you have like certain little things you're listening for or what what kind of formulated your top five well i think one of the biggest things that i liked is music that really got me pumped up for the show that i'm watching and i mean if it doesn't have that exciting real excitement into it, I'm just not going to be interested. And next, I I really wanted one that kind of told the story of the show. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so you can go into the show without really worrying about what's going on. Gotcha. Yeah. I was kind of thinking, too, along the lines of, can it be performed live? Or would you pop it in a, uh, you know, an MP3 player now, uh, Walkman back in the day and listen to, you know, uh, so I'm looking for that. It's got to be kind of catchy, like you're saying, but it's also got to, you know, tie into the show and and tell you a little bit about the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some out there that you know. Uh, I'll just throw one out there. How about the GoBots, where it's basically just some music and GoBots, the Go, you know, the whole time. <laughs> there's no oh, real yeah. meat to it, you know. Yeah, so, those are terrible. That's uh, even though I love the GoBots and that's a whole other podcast, but the theme was just not, you know, it's just more of a, a repetitious kind of a song and yeah. doesn't really lay out a story, you know, like we were talking about. But um, anyway, so we've that's kind of, I guess, where we're coming from with these lists. And uh, I'll let you go first. Let's and well, I guess before we start, Brian did lay out his top five over on his website. So if you want to you can uh, check that out there, but we're going to reveal them here on the show tonight. So what was your number five choice for the top 1980s cartoon themes? Uh, My number five was the mighty Orbots. And it was a cartoon and it only lasted about one season five robots that become a giant robot and the opening of the show is had a nice theme to it but i think one of the best things about it is it had this awesome narration by gary owens in the beginning that laid out the entire show and then you had nice music um i really don't like cartoons that just have the narration like he-man and she-ra but combined well with song it's, it's awesome. So I think the Mighty Orbots one was really cool. And uh, yeah, 
That's a pretty good choice. I, it's one of those shows that totally missed me as a kid, and yeah, just here. just in the you know the last several years listening to the theme and catching some clips and stuff on YouTube, I've got to know it a little bit more. But I kind of liken that, like what you were saying. Uh, another one that I really enjoyed as a kid was Voltron. And you, you got that awesome narration by Peter Cullen at the beginning, Mr. Optimus Prime. And then it kind of flows more into the music, but it's just essentially an instrumental. And he comes back in, I believe, at the end to say a, f- a few more words, but yeah, yeah I think so. If you're, if we're counting down the theme songs, I wouldn't necessarily call that, you know, a song. Yeah. But, yeah uh, luckily Overwatch still has that really good music after the narrative. Right. Right. It does. It does. Okay. Well, that's a great choice. Uh, okay. Number, number five, I'm going with uh, Disney's adventures of the gummy bears. Courageous and caring, faithful and friendly with stories to share. All through the forest they sing out in chorus, marching along as their song fills the air. Gummy bears, bouncing here and there and everywhere. Oh yeah, I knew Disney um, was still up somewhere on this list. <laughs> that, uh, I loved the show as a kid. And it wasn't until just a few years ago that I kind of did some research on it. I think it was mainly for my website, but um, learned that the song is sung by Joseph Williams, who is the son of John Williams, the composer of wow. Star Wars and everything. Yes. So it, I, I love that little connection there, at least for uh, connection now that they're Disney, uh, Star Wars. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting little tidbit there that, that his son and he actually uh he was the lead singer for a while for toto back in the mid 80s oh yeah uh, just for a, a couple years kind of i think around 86 and 88 maybe like uh two or three albums that they had there but um great theme song and again it just kind of tells that story and it's got the catchy you know chorus catchy hook of uh you know they are the gummy bears and oh yeah uh, those are one of those earworms that get in your head and then stay there for like a day at a time. And, right, yeah. right, right. So uh, I, I, I always enjoyed that song. And um, again, it's it's one that I can hear somebody do live or, you know, on a soundtrack in your car. Oh, yeah. Uh, going down the highway. So. Now, would you say that's the best Disney soundtrack song or... Well, that was the highest one ranked on my list. Uh, actually, no, I take that back. There is another uh, Disney one on here. Oh, okay. um, but it's, yeah, between the other one that I have on here and that one, I think those are the, we're going to be the two, two highest for me, at least, uh, on Disney. Okay. But they do, I mean, even with their, you know, like modern shows and stuff, they've always had... Uh, a big production, it seems, for the theme songs. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Good, good heritage there. You know, going back to their movies and you know, music soundtracks from Snow White and you know, all the way back to there. But anyway, all right. Well, let's get to your number four pick. Uh, my number four was Count Ducula. Castle Ducula, 
home for many centuries to a dreadful dynasty of vicious vampire ducks, the Counts of Duckula. And this one, I, I might have picked it more for the narration in the beginning again. I don't know who did the narration, but it's got a nice Christopher Lee kind of feel, Vincent Price. And, uh, but the music at the end is so different from the narration that it's, it always makes me laugh hearing him sing about, about Count Duckula. So, <laughs> yeah, that's again, that's another one that missed me, um, surprisingly, uh, back in the eighties when I was a kid. As much as I loved uh, DuckTales and Launchpad, you know, mm-hmm. somewhat of a crossover there. So uh, I never never really got into Count Duckula. Yeah, that was one of the older Nickelodeon ones, I think, with Danger Mouse. And uh, yeah, it was just, it was way different than anything else I ever watched as a kid. But it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's a fun, uh, fun song at the beginning. It does, it's very Vincent Price. Or even like you said, Christopher Lee. I mean, that's uh, a great setup for the show, you know, and the overall kind of theme. Mm-hmm. So, uh, great choice there. All right, my number four. Uh, and as I'm researching this, I, I wrote this one down. I didn't think it was going to make the list, but after listening to it a couple times again, I was like, "This is fun. This is a fun song. I might like it better than the actual television series." And that would be the theme song from ALF, the animated series. Oh, I can't say I even remember that one. It's got this kind of 50s doo-wop feel to it and i don't know i just love the cartoon series as much as i love the television series too but i watched the cartoon i remember watching that and uh, it's just this kind of you know snap your fingers gordon gordon and i don't know it just kind of set up his whole existence on melmac in that whole cartoon and very again very very catchy Oh, uh, stuck in your head. Yeah, go, go, uh, go! Listen to that one when you can. But uh, it it brings back a lot of memories of watching cartoons on Saturday morning when I hear that song. But uh, yeah, it's very. It's got that kind of fifties kind of feel to it, and uh, love it, love it. Awesome. So that's number four. We are up to number three now on your list. Number three, I put down uh, mask. doesn't love that soundtrack no kidding <laughs> I, I i love just as soon as you hear the music and you see those wireframe animations i mean i know i'm in for a good song and a great cartoon uh, even if i can't understand half of the stuff they say near the end of it <laughs> i did see that in your uh in your blog post <laughs> i will i will talk about this more later let's put it that way 
All right. Uh, but it's a it's a great pick, and again, it's one that we kind of went back and forth with uh, on Twitter with Dave about, and uh, I could not believe that he didn't think this was uh, at least worthy of a top five list. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think this is the one he crapped on the most, and it deserves the least of that. I agree. Definitely agree. Um, but like I said, I'll go into a little bit more detail later. Okay. Uh, number three for me, which I believe was on Dave's list, is the Thundercats. This one, you know, it always works when you can put your catchphrase into the song, you know. <laughs> but it's got that weird kind of synthesizer at the beginning and even throughout the song. And it's it's hard to imagine the whole, you know, opening sequence. A lot of these, it's going to be like that, you know, when you hear the song. But uh, I was huge into the Thundercats and that theme when you just hear it you know it's it's not one like when i go back now and and we'll watch a series sometimes you end up skipping through the theme you know to get the episode started that was one i would never touch oh yeah uh on my dvd set i'm I'm gonna listen to that full at the beginning and and the ending credits too i want to hear that song yeah not to mention that that's some of the best animation that shows up in uh in cartoons Unfortunately, most of the episodes don't match that, but you know. (laughs) Yeah, uh, some are. It's like pretty much like any series. There's going to be some some stinkers of uh, episodes out there, but oh yeah, a fantastic. Yeah, yeah, no, I and one that I've passed along to my kids too. There's, I've been a few shows that I've been able to, you know, introduce them to or maybe subject them to more (laughs) than. than others and that they actually enjoy watching. And uh, I think the Thundercats and that theme has something to do with it. That they, oh, yeah. uh, they, uh, they like that, but okay. We got a couple more to go here. What All is right. your number two, sir? My number two lightning strikes, Jason, the wheeled warriors. Thundering across the stars to save the universe from the monster minds. Jace searches for his father to unite the magic root and lead his lightning league to victory over the changing form of Sawboss. Wheeled warriors explode into battle. Lightning strikes. There's a power that comes from deep inside of you. Oh, man. That is such an awesome theme there, and I love the fact that uh, the Cybertronic Spree has actually done that in some of their shows. And it's just such a perfect theme for them to cover and everything. So, have you ever seen them live, Cybertronic Spree? I wish. I I know they usually do stuff out on the East Coast, and I never get out there. So, I got to see them at RetroCon last year. Yeah, I saw your post. I was really jealous. Oh my gosh! And to hear them do Jason the World Warriors and uh, RC, she just wails. Oh, on yeah. that song, when you're hitting those uh, those high notes right there, you know, in the chorus when they when they're doing the the back and forth, 
Mm-hmm. Um, oh my gosh, it was so much fun. And again, it's one of those that you think of. Oh, this could totally be on the radio. You know, totally. it's got that awesome sound, rock sound, and oh, yeah. I I love it. And if I heard that one on the radio, I wouldn't even connect it with a cartoon at first. <laughs> think it's some awesome rock ballad you know right 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 it's one of those two i going through these trying to formulate a list and you think of some of these themes and some of the themes are almost as good or if not even better than the actual show themselves oh yeah i haven't i haven't ever gone through and watched the whole 65 episodes of jason the world warriors but that theme is enough for me i guess to have to do that you know yeah (laughs) it's just so good yeah, absolutely. So, and and that even had a good narration in the beginning that wasn't, you know, boring or anything like that. But just the the lightning strikes, and then you hear the oh, music. Yeah. It's such an awesome point right there. Very good, very good. Okay, um, my number two. I went. This is my other Disney. I went with Ducktales. As soon as you said that, that yeah. <laughs> again, you know, that hook, the, the chorus, the woohoo, you know, mm-hmm. that gets stuck in your brain. And it could be, I guess, more annoying to people than more appreciative. But uh, looking back at it now and then, you know, the, the new show, the, the reboot that they've done and keeping oh, yeah. that theme there's a lot of shows when you reboot or when you try to do something different, you know, they, they totally go a whole different direction. And it tells me something that they kept the same song. You think of uh, like Voltron. They went with a whole new theme, you know, for the show, which I, I still love the new theme. But yeah. the, the lasting effect of DuckTales, when you hear that song, you just like, okay, I'm here. I'm in Duckburg. And, uh, it's just a great song. And again, this one, it's got some good uh, people that wrote it uh, and sung it. Jeff Pescuto, mm-hmm. he he did several uh, soundtracks like back in the 80s, like License to Kill and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And uh, so there's some good heritage there behind that. And the writer, I can't remember the writer's name off the top of my head, but uh, he was nominated for like two or three awards for songwriting and had several top 10 hits on the on the pop chart that he wrote back then wow. so lots of good heritage behind the song and, and the people that come up with it that's uh, a great yeah yeah so ducktales yep it's uh uh had to go with that at number two awesome uh and your number one sir what was the the top of your uh your list uh my number one was no guts no glory from the adventures of the galaxy rangers In 2086, two peaceful aliens journeyed to Earth, seeking our help. In return, they gave us the plans for our first hyperdrive, allowing mankind to open the doors to the stars. 
we have assembled a team of unique individuals to protect Earth and our allies. Courageous pioneers committed to the highest ideals of justice and dedicated to preserving law and order across the new frontier. These are the adventures of the Galaxy Rangers. This song, I mean, I, I read about this a little while ago that this cartoon originally was supposed to have its own soundtrack album. Uh -huh. and this song obviously would be their, their big hit on there. But it, it makes sense to me that this song um, would have such, uh, would be focused on so much because mm -hmm. it, again, it seems like a song that I would hear on the radio. I mean, it seems like it could be in any 80s movie out there, like Lethal Weapon or anything. And it would, right. be, it would be a perfect fit for that. So for a cartoon to get that was just awesome to me. Yeah, great sound. Uh, again, another one that totally missed me. I, I Was it a full, like, 65 episode run? 65 episodes, and I didn't find it until last year, too. So, so yeah, I totally missed this one also. Yeah, a lot of these in like syndication or first run syndication, you know, you didn't get on the the peak times like Saturday morning. Some you got, you know, after school mm -hmm. on the weekdays, but that's, you know, it was dominated by Transformers and G.I. Joe. But oh, yeah. you know, a lot of these, even Mask, I think it, what I remember watching Mask was on like the USA Cartoon Express in the afternoons. So yeah. Yeah, it's a little hit or miss if you had cable or if you didn't have cable. You know, a lot of those afternoon shows like Transformers and G.I. Joe were like on your local stations, too. So it wasn't like you had to have cable to catch some of these shows. So, yeah, I have not gone through the series. I, at some point, I will. Um, yeah. and based on the, the theme song. Yeah, it's just uh, wow. It's, it's yeah. a great, uh, great theme. There is one episode where the the Galaxy Rangers actually play the song in a concert, and it was really cool seeing it show up like actually in the middle of an episode and everything, and see <laughs> see them playing their futuristic uh, you know instruments and everything. So gotcha, very cool. Yeah, that's that's definitely one. Well, even your last two picks, I would love to see uh, Cybertronic Spree. Oh yeah, tackle. I actually thought my first three picks there, if they made it into a medley, would just be the most awesome. Thing <laughs> yeah, I've uh, I've already submitted a couple things to them, but uh, one of them is my number one pick, which mm -hmm. is Mask. such a huge fan of mask and the fact that okay so you get this uh you get this theme song it tells a little bit about it we mask doesn't have a true origin the origin came from the comic so you yep. really didn't get that in the cartoon and you really didn't get that in the theme but there's enough there to tell you okay what's going on in the world of mask versus venom Mm -hmm. And there is a like three and a half minute extended version of the song that goes really? into a, a whole other verse. Yeah. About Venom. Uh, oh, I haven't heard. So yeah, you got to check that out. Uh, that's over there on YouTube and being the mask 
fan and collector that I am, I have seen, I do not own, I would love to own it just for the fact that it exists. But over in France, whoever covered the song, like the the French version of Mask that they showed on television and they they sung it in French, they released it on a 45 record single. Whoa. So I the mere fact that that exists, that it's on a you know a record somewhere, and they were selling these is uh, is pretty fascinating to me. Because again, you think of themes, you think of uh, it's uh, Saban and Levy, right? That did all yeah. of you know, they have like hundreds and hundreds of themes under their belt. Right. He Man and Mask was one of them. I would love to hear the full soundtrack that they used during the cartoon as well. Uh, oh, yeah. That's a personal preference but anyway we had to get at least one song in the top five from them because you know they were just everywhere and it's amazing how much music they put out in animation in the 80s and 90s and even beyond that you know they're filthy rich somewhere just oh yeah collecting those uh (laughs) those royalty checks uh every month I don't know if you saw, but Transformers recently came out with a. They put the um, the score from the cartoon onto onto vinyl. So. Yes. Yes. No. I I have seen that the uh, the movie soundtrack too has has been on vinyl, and there's been a few uh, companies out there. I think it's La La Land Records. They released the full He Man soundtrack on CD. Oh wow. Uh, so I've appealed many times to uh, Mr. Saban and Mr. Levy to uh, to do the same thing for Mask, but it hasn't happened yet. Uh, I don't know. It's probably wishful thinking at this point. But oh, that would anyway, be yeah, those those little factors added up to Mask being my my top pick for the list, and to say that it doesn't deserve a top five, even a top ten is just ludicrous to me. Yes, absolutely. Uh, anyway, so we've uh, we've gone through our top five. What are uh, a few honorable mentions, or maybe one honorable mention, we'll go back and forth a little bit on uh, the just kind of missed that top five? Well, uh, for me, my first honorable mention was uh, the G.I. Joe theme. The, the theme in the cartoons was okay, you know, but it was, it, it, there wasn't a lot of excitement there. But then when you see the G.I. Joe, the movie that has that extended version with the Cobra, Cobra parts, <laughs> that was awesome. And, and I really wish that the uh, cartoon series had even a fraction of that excitement because um, nothing can just top how great that movie soundtrack was. I agree. That. Three minute or three and a half minutes, whatever it is, at the beginning of G.I. Joe the movie is like the greatest 
sequence of animation ever created. And it wouldn't be what it is without that theme. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> again, going back to Cybertronic Spree, that's what they opened with in the concert is that that Cobra theme. And yeah. then before they can get to the, the G.I. Joe part of that, that's when they kick it into the Transformers theme, which was hilarious. But I would I would agree. I put G.I. Joe as one of my honorable mentions too for that and for the uh, you know, the real American hero series theme, you know, unmistakable. Uh, you hear that, you you know, you're immediately in their world. Oh, and yeah. I've actually heard a rap album cut to basically the G, the whole soundtrack of G.I. Joe, all the other little themes mixed in. So the mere fact that you can do that <laughs> And it just yeah, and it just sound awesome. That that just tells you something right there. So, what's another what's another uh, honorable mention for you? For me, I, I could not pick out a favorite um, Disney cartoon theme. I mean, they're all awesome for the most part. So I gave it a just a you know, honorable mention, just all Disney because I could not pick a, a best one. Um, <laughs> I think if you really forced me, I'd probably go with Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. But I mean, I, I acknowledge that they're all fantastic. Yeah, there's a lot of again, a lot of effort, a lot of writing. You could tell, you know, put into those themes to get those kids hooked. Oh yeah, uh, when they hear it and to be stuck in their brains all day after they watch it, you know. Yeah. So it always disappointed me that they had such a great song. But they just took a bunch of clips from the cartoons instead of animating a new intro for those, any of the shows. Right? Yeah. There's that's a that's a good point because you think about it. Uh, most of them used that. There was a few. Mask was one of them that uh, incorporated a whole new sequence mm-hmm. in there. Uh, and even the end credits is a nothing. Nothing you see in the actual episodes itself. So. That's uh, that's something there too, to think yeah. about. And you got to look at shows like Transformers that had multiple different openings, all fresh animated for them. So yeah, and I thought about that too. You know, they have one pretty much for every season, mm-hmm. and even different styles of music. That wasn't just the same theme with a you know a new sequence, but uh, I don't know Transformers. I just didn't. I was like, it's okay, it's kind of the same thing over and over again, which, you know, some of these are that we picked, but... <laughs> yeah, uh, but, but yeah, Transformers, I mean, it's 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 good, but nothing stands out in it. Yeah. Uh, one of my other honorable mentions, uh, I went with the uh, Muppet Babies. Uh, again, I, I don't know. I, maybe it was I was just stuck on that '50s doo-wop kind of sound, <laughs> but uh, it, you know, it sounds like you could you could intertwine the Muppet Babies theme with the Happy Days theme. You know, oh yeah, uh, very similar and uh, playful. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah, that again, is one song that still gets stuck in my head. Oh yeah. <laughs> It'll just come in out of nowhere, and I'll just be singing it for a couple hours and wonder what the hell just happened. <laughs> oh, where did that song come from, and how did it get stuck in my head? 
Oh, yeah. Um, all right. Any yeah. more honorable mentions? I, I have one more. And okay. it's, it was actually because of the Cybertronic Spree, there's a song at the end of the Raccoons called Run With Me that they covered. hearing them sing it i always want to sing along i have never once watched that cartoon <laughs> it's another one that came from england i guess like um like danger mouse and count ducula I, it never made it to me i never watched it i don't want to but i will listen to that song yeah day in day out yeah they did i remember hearing that one and, and the uh the theme from the droids yes uh cartoon as well uh it that whole experience, and I'll just plug them to death because it just made the whole weekend that we were at RetroCon going to see them, and it was worth the whatever the admission was, twelve dollars or anyway. It was it's it's almost surreal just standing there and hearing all those songs and, and being able to pull a full concert out of theme songs and and essentially the Transformers move the movie soundtrack. You know, that's oh, yeah. their whole set. Um, it's just weird hearing those and they actually like wail on them. You know, they're full on guitar and screaming and totally in key, you know, Oh my gosh, it was just such a unique experience and any, there's nothing like it out there that I've seen that matches them as far as, you know, eighties themes and music, uh, man. It was just such a great show, and, and to hear that and the raccoons. Yeah, one of these yeah, days. It was, it was awesome. I just have to. That looks yeah. so... I think they're based in Canada, so they're, they get to the States you know, on, on for periods of time, and I think it is mainly East Coast. Yeah, I think so, Toronto is where they do most of their shows. I actually saw just like last week that... Uh, Somebody put the full concert up from RetroCon from their phone. Uh, I just I tried to do a little snippets and I did like a you know three or four minute video to get everybody the experience. But uh, <laughs> you can go watch a full concert if you want to just to see what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I've watched it. It's it's just incredible. And the fact that they're doing this while dressed up like Hot Rod and RC and Unicron is it, it, that just adds to the craziness. Yeah. Well, and yeah, you know, if it was me, the, the the costumes would be falling apart by the end of the concert. As much headbanging and movement they have, mm-hmm. and yeah, and to have uh, Rumble back there on the drums, I don't know how he sees, let alone plays. And oh, yeah. it's it's really amazing. So, uh, if, I feel like we've done a uh, Cybertronic Spree podcast more than anything <laughs> tonight. But it's worth it. I love those. Oh, guys. this is. This was fun, man. Uh, I've I've run out of uh, honorable mentions. There was a a few more, but I think we'll leave it with that. And uh, again, we hope you will uh, comment, 
and uh, let us know what you think of our lists. Go over and check out Dave's lists on. Uh, maybe we should just get a poll going somewhere. I don't know. See, uh, <laughs> see who comes out on top. But check out everybody's list. Tell us what you think. Uh, leave comments on uh, Rediscover the '80s on Old School Evil, and uh, we'll see if we can get some feedback and uh, see see who uh, see who is right. No. Yeah. No, I see. And again, I don't care about being right because these are my personal favorites and nothing anybody else says is going to affect the choices that I make. But we'll make anyway. (laughs) So uh, anyway, I appreciate you coming on, Brian. Uh, Again, uh, you're at uh, is it just old school evil on Twitter Uh, at uh, old underscore school underscore evil. Okay. All right. I was thinking there might have been some underscores in there. Yeah. So, uh, so separate the words by underscores. Go follow him on Twitter and uh, go check out his website. And what's the uh, what's the latest on the book? Uh, I'm I just finished a cover. I'm going to be posting it tomorrow on Twitter to get everyone's opinions of it. Okay. I'm ready to do one final edit, and I'm hoping. I've been pushing it back, but I'm hoping that uh, sometime next month I'll have it out in stores. Well, cool. on it, so yeah, <laughs> Amazon is the uh, the store, I guess, yeah. for uh, for stuff like this. But I'm looking forward to it. It'll be fun to uh, get your take on it, and uh, especially on all the uh, the villains from these wonderful, wonderful animated shows from the '80s that we grew up with. So, uh, thank you very much for having me. Yes, it's been fun. And uh, again, everybody, go check out OldSchoolEvil.com and uh, make sure you subscribe and uh, listen to the Rediscover the 80s podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. I think we're pretty much everywhere. So uh, appreciate your feedback, and uh, we will see you next time. Thank you very much.